0: Love, talk Radio. and good evening dear friends welcome to page one i am levar coming to you from a very cold and snowy chicago um usually at this time you will hear the theme song for this show or you'll hear some clip that i randomly have selected and played for your enjoyment but we got a lot of things to talk about tonight first thing at the top of the show is the same thing that we carried over from the last show, and I'll talk about it for the next week because it's very important to me, and it is very important to my wonderful co-host, Mary, who is going to be joining us in just a minute. Right now, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right now I've talked to you for about pretty much close than one minute, but if you think about it, every two minutes, a child is diagnosed with cancer. So, what you can do, especially in these next few weeks, if you can, and uh, we kindly ask of you to, because I know this is the time of year where one is probably thinking, hey, got my Christmas bonus, or hey, I got a little bit extra, what can I do to make the world a better place? One thing that you can do, if you would like, and we hope that you do, is to help my dear friend out in raising funds for St. Baldrick's. Now, how do you do that? If you follow us on Twitter, me at news comment btr and Mary over at
1: Blue Eyes Mama, <laughs> you're going to get it one of these days.
0: Yeah, we're going to work on that one of these days. <laughs> I will have a link later this evening that you can click on and that you can donate to. There's also another way can also donate by phone so if you've got your fancy-dancy cell phone just wait a few minutes if you're listening to us on your phone but during or after the show tonight if you have a moment you can also call 888-899-2253 it's amazing in itself because i did that without my glasses which in hindsight i probably should have now but there's a participant ID that you should use as well. It four four six one six. So once again, the number to dial is 888-899-2253, using the participant code of one zero four four six one six. And I am pretty sure that my friend thanks you. I thank you. And think about that. It's now been about two minutes and about 57 seconds. In between that time, a child was diagnosed with cancer. Think about that. In the short time that we opened up this show, that's occurred. How can we stop that? And how can we hopefully eradicate cancer or at least do something to help? You can start today by donating to St. Baldrick's for my friend as she goes out, and she will be as she says it, uh, saving her carbon footprint by not using shampoo and shaving her hair <laughs> is upcoming St. <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> so, do you have anything to add on that?
1: Not. you did a great job. I'm going to like hire you on as a PR person, man. Like, you're doing better than I can.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I know we will talk about it here at this show every week until it's time to do this and I hope that all of you get a chance to go out and do that but like I said we will have links on our pages after the show tonight so please, I beg of you if there's anything that you want to do a Christmas gift for us, early birthday gift for me, if you have a couple of bucks, it doesn't even have to be 20 $25 it could be whatever you give because it will help go a long way and like I said I thank you, so with that, uh, we do have a lot to cover on the show tonight. Um, usually, I will have. It, it's snowing here uh, in Chicago and in the Midwest. And if you are on the East Coast, for all of my friends, it is coming your way. So enjoy uh, snow that will cover think pretty much about close to four to six inches in new york and along some spots i think in massachusetts tomorrow uh three to five inches here within the city i know minnesota got rocked iowa got rocked that's princeton iowa so the storm is on the way uh if you don't have anything to do tomorrow stay at home <laughs> so uh you definitely don't want to be out traveling at this and be careful wherever you are this weekend uh, but how are you
1: I am excellent. I'm excellent. I had a productive day today. I don't have to deal with snow way out here on the west. Um, so, yeah, I have to rub it in. But, yeah, I'm doing great.
0: Awesome. Love it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I feel like I'm forgetting something else before we begin. There's so many things that are happening. I think we got birthday wishes uh, to do tonight, too, don't we?
1: Yes, we do. There is a person that is having their golden birthday today, turning 17, out this direction. Um, Jaden, not because they any no, no. kind of last names, but he had a pretty productive birthday as well. He we got a big birthday gift. So, yay for him. All right. Cool kid. Really happy that he turned 17. You know, celebration.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm trying to remember when I turned 17.
1: Oh. That was so long
0: ago. Uh it was about <laughs> For me. Anyway. I'm 30 I'm 39. So um Exactly. <laughs> you do know I'm sticking with that age. I I'm
1: like 75,
0: so it's been a really long time for me. <laughs> but no, I, I 17, man. I can't think of uh what ha- what was happening 17 years ago? That would have been 2003, huh? Man, I don't think Beyonce was Beyonce just yet, but I think that she was uh, slowly coming into prominence. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, I'm gonna, you know I'm going to look that up somewhere somehow between tonight or the end of this pro- program. We'll have something from 2003. Oh, I'll have something.
1: There you go. But anyway.
0: Uh, a lot of topics to cover tonight. Uh, one of the things that was uh, that came out midpoint this week uh, actually was in regards to the singer Sia, uh, where uh, Sia pretty much gave a master class in asking men. See, now, now I feel a little guilty because we go from talking about Turned seventeen in this story, which I did that was badly timed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. And I, and I know, know the, the story, so I'm
1: just like, all right, dude, that's where we're going, all
0: right. Uh no, I know. I thought about it and I didn't you know, this is where, you know, this would have helped if I had thought this out and thought this through. But anyway <laughs> See ya <laughs> What's the, Taught us all a master class and talking about uh casual Let's see, what's the clean word I want to use here uh, for anyone that might be potentially listening? Um, Casual (laughs) playtime. Is that the best way I can put it? (laughs) All right, we'll go with that, sure. (laughs) So if you want to uh, have playtime but you don't want to ruin a friendship, well, you're in luck. She's written the script to pretty much help you to get what you want. Tailor it to your needs, memorize it, and before you know it all, you're chandeliers we turned into uh, playground swings Uh, (laughs) you know how hard this is to like cover and clean everything up but anyway uh, she told uh, GQ magazine uh, about her close friend and business partner Diplo if you don't know who either one of these people are look it up we don't have time to really tell you (laughs) But she says that much of our relationship is just being spent trying not to have playtime so that we don't ruin our business relationship because he's super-duper hot. This year, I wrote him a text, and I said, Hey, listen, you're like one of five people that I'm actually attracted to, and now that I've decided to be single for the rest of my life, and I just adopted a son, I don't have time for a relationship. If you're interested in some no-strings playtime, then hit me up. So there you have it perfect proposition, and pretty much that is how she is uh, succeeding. So the question here, which has come up on a few talk shows this week, it pretty much has uh, some people talking, is that can something like that, and many times we've seen this story come out with people differently talking about it, but can something like that actually work? Um, even without an asterisk to the story, can her plan actually work?
1: It can, on like how he's feeling about it. Uh, girl power! Bravo to her. Um, the the whole like the the whole thing the whole thing that it hinges upon is Dan. With exactly what you want, if you know exactly what you want, and that that's not going to change, and you're completely honest the entire time that relationship is unfolding, then yeah, I think it can happen. I've had one in the past. So it and and at the end of it, when everything's said and done, when that relationship ends because of whatever reason, and in my case, it was he ended up finding a um, a partner that he wanted more with. Hmm. Neither one of us were hurt, and I'm still friends with that person. Hmm. Now, I don't know if she knows about it, and that's why this is being... I'm as being as vague as I am, um, but the honesty between the two of us led us to be able to have that kind of relationship. Now, it wasn't very long-lived. That's something, so if you want, like, a long-term no-spring I don't know that that's a possibility that, I think, human nature, we tend to start caring for people that are in your life for a long period of
0: time. Now, a lot of people talk about, too, but, yeah. the shallowness or the coldness or just, you know, how I mean, it can end suddenly. I mean, does that happen with both parties, or is there, like, hey, I went into this knowing this, and I don't feel anything at all, or... I mean, you also got to remember these two are business collaborators. I think, didn't somebody always say that you can't really mix business with pleasure?
1: True. I would, I, that's a hard thing. That's, that's that weird gray line for her. Like I said, it's one of those things where as everybody's being honest and everybody's being right up front about it, and she obviously is being honest about it, then, yeah, do that. Congratulations, girl power the problem comes down when people say, yeah, I can deal with it, and then can't, or their feelings about it change, and then they're not honest about it, and up front. Right. That's when things go wrong. It's like, as soon as you start to do something, like veer off the course, you need to be like, all right, listen, this is what's going on, and then if you're all mature about it, Coming back to that whole all mature and open thing, then you should be able to handle it without too many feelings getting hurt. Nothing that they won't care. They won't be too bad, especially if you get it early enough in the process.
0: Gotcha.
1: I was really clean on that one. I am proud of myself.
0: Applause! <laughs> <laughs> applause! Applause! Is that is that okay. true? Applause! So. Is that your? Um,
1: Finally, is,
0: that your thought, is that your judgment on that?
1: That's my judgment on that. I like, like good on her for being honest. Now, what happens after that? That's her business anyway. That's her. You know, what happens in her house and her life is her business.
0: Gotcha. Don't matter to me. There you go. Judge Judge Mary has ruled. <laughs> to hear about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that will actually... see. I I think about this. I think about people who were in certain situations, but yeah, it has to take a huge maturity level. I had this conversation with someone a long time ago and it takes a huge maturity level. But I think if there's anybody that could do it, it would probably be them. Because Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why, but I think if you have a little bit more... So crazy
1: in Hollywood?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like that crazy in Hollywood thing. I was like, only in Hollywood could probably something like that work. I don't know if Joe and Sue regular could make that work. They probably could because as a celebrity, you probably have hundreds of people trying to hit on you or come at you from different directions. So I can see where she probably is not really all that enamored with, like, probably... Settling down with one person, and she probably finds that he is kind of like a uh, uh, intellectual equal, somebody who she likes, somebody who she's attracted to, and it's not going to really hurt one of them because they're still going to work together. And it's like I think you and I talked about it away from here is that you know when you are an actor or someone in the arts, it almost kind of seems like you can bounce back and probably a little bit more even though it probably still hurt and i'm not going to say everybody but it's kind of like as an actor or somebody else kind of bounce back from it be like i'm a professional i could probably still work with them and you could do it because it's the professionalism that you're sticking to but Mm -hmm. regular person i can't see that happening but (laughs) i don't know so yeah props to her for doing that i mean if it could work, she could probably write a book on it and she could probably uh, teach other people <laughs> how to do it. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that would be very interesting, and I hope that she uh, follows back up with it. But another story coming out this week, one in which I kind of had to do a double take. And this has something to do with Vermont. Uh, this came out of Mount Tellier. I'm gonna get this. I hope I get it correct for all of my friends in Vermont. Montpelier. But, oh, we want to be fancy with it. Montpelier. That's how it is.
1: That's that's their capital.
0: If you're if you're in Vermont, call us tonight and let us know how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's pronounced. <laughs> but anyway, there in the Mount, I'm gonna go my urban routes and come back to the city and just do it my uh my hip voice. Mount Pillar. But uh, a new bill has been introduced to the Vermont State Senate that if passed, would ban anyone under the age of 21 from using a cell phone. You heard me. Anyone under the age of 21. According to the bill, anyone younger than 21 years of age who possesses, owns, or uses a cell phone could be subject up to one year of imprisonment, a $1,000 fine, or both. The bill, which was introduced, by Senator John Rogers, included data by the United States uh, Department of Transportation that notes how cell phones are involved in over a million car crashes each year, as well as how 11 teenagers die each day in car crashes. Now, the bill includes various arguments as to why cell phones should not be allowed to be possessed by individuals under the age of 21, such as how the devices are frequently used for bullying and threatening young people. Texts within the bill also noted how the Internet and social media access primarily through cell phones are used to radicalize and recruit terrorists, fascists, and other extremists. Linking their use in radicalizing and recruiting terrorists, fascists, and other extremists, pretty much the bill reads, in light of the dangerous and life-threatening consequences of cell phone use by young people, it's clear that persons under 21 years of age are not developmentally mature enough to safely possess them. Just as the General Assembly has concluded that persons under 21 years of age are not mature enough to possess firearms, smoke cigarettes, or consume alcohol. Uh, Rogers told the Times Argus that he doesn't expect the bill to pass, but rather he introduced it to make a point. Uh, According to the paper, the senator considers himself a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment and believes that the cell phone is more dangerous than a gun based on statistics provided within the proposed legislator. He says, in quote, I have no delusions that it's going to pass, he said. I wouldn't probably vote for it myself. Now, we all know it's probably not. But even then, I'm a little bit more disturbed that one thought that this was even worth wasting the taxpayers' money to bring up and try to sell a point on things that only happen with a bare few. But if, of course, there's one crazy Bird in the botched, Do you know, there's other people probably thinking the same thing. Are you buying or selling the senator's bill? I'm
1: Everybody to starts calling the senator Tipper. Like, this sounds an awful lot like Tipper Gore went back in the day for music. Oh my God, music's going to make them violent. Cell phones are going to make them crash. No, teenagers are idiots. They're going to crash regardless if their cell phones are in cars or not. I crashed before there were cell phones. My sisters did, my dad did, and he is definitely not cell phone usage during teenage years. So, like, come on, like, it's just another theme. I don't, I understand the whole maturity level thing, and I agree that if we're gonna make everything 21, like, everything should be 21, including the whole, um, thing that you have to sign up for as a, as a guy uh, service paperwork that you have to do. That should be 18 well, or 21 as well. Yeah. No. So that should be 21 as well. But if you're going to make everything 21, which is fine, how can you limit, I, I guess it's that slippery slope. If you tell me that I can't buy my child a cell phone that I'm going to use to contact my child. And my child, and I, if I teach my child correctly, my child is not using it for bullying. If I keep an eye on my child and actually a part of her life, then she's not using it for um, cyber-stalking or, any of these, or being a terrorist. Unless, I'm, you know, I want her to be a terrorist. That's <laughs> free speech, whatever. Um, if I'm part of my child's, my teenager's life, then I should know those things are happening. And I should be teaching that that to my teenager. If I can't, okay, so now I can't, you're taking that away from me as a parent to be able to do that, to contact my teenager while my teenager's out driving and getting in car accidents without a cell phone. You're taking that right away from me as a parent.
0: As well, well as, a, I mean, the teenager's not, I I'm sorry, looking. no
1: teenager buys their own cell phone
0: anymore. No.
1: They don't buy a lot of things,
0: but yes. (laughs) Um, Right. But here's where I was confused, though, because if you're going to have your argument as to uh, car crashes or bullying, why don't you just have different amendment bills and not sweep everyone 21 and under into this whole thing? Because now you're actually saying that a college student (laughs) – could potentially be fined and, like, jailed for using a cell phone? hmm That's insane. Or a young person mm-hmm. who is starting a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> possessing a cell phone? I mean, it's... hmm And how are they like,
1: determining that they're possessing a cell phone? They have to catch them with the cell phone, right? Yeah. Okay, so are you telling me that if I have... I'm sorry, now here's one for you. If you're gonna catch them with a the cell phone, I know a lot of teenagers that are pretty sly about hiding what they got. And then you throw in wireless earbuds. Well, if they've got earbuds in. Well, I got an MP3 player. It just happens to be a smartphone because, well, it is. Because they don't have just MP. Well, I guess they do. But who has just an MP3 player anymore? They have streaming music on their cell phone. They have. Connection to their professors, their teachers, on their cell phone It's a thing. You're taking that. You're taking that right away. And if you're not going to even vote for it for yourself, then why are you introducing the bill? That was the other thing. Like, dude, you're not going to even vote for it? It's a waste. If it's not something that you're going to vote for, then why are, why are you presenting it?
0: It's a waste of taxpayers' time and dollars. And I say this yes. with all respect, Senator, but, um...
1: Well, that was a nice move, dumbass.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I, I, I was like, did we not think this through? I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. You know what? I think that even deserves an f- extra clip for it. I'm going to, like, empty the clip cart tonight. I think that actually deserves an extra one too. <laughs> You are a bum. (laughs) Man. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Another interesting celebrity uh, quoted something this week. You thought Sia had something to say, but Tiffany Haddish also had something to say. And this brings about another good debate in regards to relationships. So apparently Tiffany is in the market for an independent full-grown man. After meeting the new Bachelor Peter Weber on Jimmy Kimmel Live to promote her new movie, Like a Boss, the actress jokingly hinted at being romantically interested in the airline pilot, seeing that she had worked as a flight attendant at LAX at one point in her career. But it all changed when Kimmel revealed that Weber still lives with his parents. And <laughs> speaking with people at uh, the Tuesday premiere of the movie She revealed whether or not she will tune in To his season She said that I don't think I'm going to be following along because he lives With his mom and daddy She says I want a grown man You need to be a full man Not live with your mama unless she's sick And you're taking care of her She added I want a real man that's got his own business His own career going on and not needing me For nothing but companionship An ear to listen to and a little bit of a good time And when I say it's a little bit It's a little bit so while she initially met Weber after his, uh season premiere at A Bachelor on the late show, uh, she needed to, of course, crack some flirty jokes as she normally does. But, you know, I <laughs> – it brings apart the question, and I, it, this happened before, and I, I'm trying to remember who the celebrity was. But four ladies out there, um, the question kind of it, – it, what was that movie? Was it Failure to Launch? I think with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Where he lived with his parents.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that the movie? Yes, that is the movie. Okay. And, but but in the movie, it. in the movie, he was—he had his own car, he had his own job, he had his own career. The only thing that he didn't have was a home. It's yeah. not that he couldn't afford it; he just liked living at
0: home. So, that brings to mind the question: Is that a deal breaker for a lot of women? Mm. To be honest, yeah, all, all friends here.
1: Question mark. I think I think it's a generational thing. I really do. Like, for me, yeah. Like, I'm sorry if somebody is my age and still living with mom and dad. Um, unless there's a specific reason for it, it's gonna be hard to get past the whole like stuff, you know. Um, if there's a reason for it, then yeah, you know, I guess it's not kind of just breaker. It just makes me hesitant Um whereas if it was younger, if you know, I'm not Cougar, sure, but if I were younger and that person was younger, then it probably would be more acceptable. It's hard to, it's hard to say for most women it that way I can't I can't answer for most women because that's such a very thing I'm in the stage of my life though right now with me and that'll be very specific to me it, yeah I mean there's got to be it, we can't always be coming to my place let's do it that way we can't always be going to my
0: place gotcha 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 I, I'm a guy, so I can't really comment on that story. I I would, because I know if it's like a vice versa (laughs) thing, I don't think it would be a deal breaker for guys. Um, I know it is meaningful more for women than it would be probably for a guy. Um, Even generational. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't answer that question, which is why I was like, you know, I. I it's an it's interesting a tough one. one to answer. I was like, it really is, like, is a tough one to answer. He's his own airplane pilot. <laughs> right. Well, oh. so,
1: like for him, I'm going to tell you right now, he's cute as button, and like seriously, I don't care that he still lives with his mom and dad. He's a pilot. He's a freaking pilot. That's why right. he lives with mom and dad. Why would he have his own plane? Why would he take? That's that's why I said it. it's like there's situations in which. I, it doesn't bother me and in this in this case it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me at not even one little bit that he still lives with mom and dad because in this case and a lot of cases where it it's not it's not it doesn't make good sense to be on your own like it's not that he couldn't be on his own. he obviously can be on his own. it's the fact that it doesn't make good sense right now.
0: Why have an
1: apartment you're never in? Why take care of a place that you're never using when you can be living with your folks who are, you know, and spending that time with them, that quality time that you do have with them,
0: and then all
1: three of you can take care of a home, or all three of you can get used out of, you know, an apartment or whatever you are So it's not that he can't take care of himself. This is a failure of the lunch kind of thing, except he's not failing to. He's got right. his own stuff. He just. It makes better I, sense to
0: live at home. Right. I agree. Yeah, it's. I guess, you know, to each its own, I know that would be, you know, her choice. But, um. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's Tiffany's choice. But she's going to pass up a good guy. But just watch it, ladies. When yeah, pass no, up? seriously. He's a
1: good
0: looking
1: dude. <laughs> and a pilot.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I don't watch the. Bachelor yeah, surprised that show's still on by the way but anyway um, <laughs> it's like the same thing you know it's like the first few weeks kind of like slow moving I guess and then when you get to like the last like probably 10 people the drama ratchets up a little bit and then people run off and they run away I can't take it anymore but you went on the show to compete with other people so if you didn't want to do that why are you here? It pretty much is a cover. Oh, don't forget
1: the whole, like, the lights shut off and we're hiding underneath covers and not really doing anything, but there's heavy, crazy. Right. Because we're
0: still liked. Then again, I used to see oh, that, yeah. too, on The Real World Live. You know, that was actually a pretty good show. They had some good cast. Uh, when they started to do... The, no, I'm sorry, not Big Real World Live. Big Brother Live. When they would do Big Brother Live at night, it's actually pretty interesting, and uh, you saw some interesting things, but uh, you, I know they couldn't really wait for the cameras to stop, but sometimes you couldn't, and sometimes people just went off and did some things together, so, yeah, got to love reality TV, so. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, for all of you who are tuning in, this is page one. I am LeVar, that is Mary. Who is in much warmer weather than I am tonight? Um, if you did not listen to the top of the show, where are you? Uh, I will mention it every two minutes. Child's diagnosed with cancer, so help my friend Mary here to help fund the research that will save lives. This year, she is gearing up for something that she is going to be doing with St. Baldrick's Foundation, and that is. She is, I get corrected every time on this Because people say Are you actually shaving your head She's not just I am shaving, shaving her head my head uh, Or cutting I your head Are you cutting your head
1: it's not cutting I'm your head. not just cutting my hair I am shaving my I am bald I will have no hair on my head For at least a short period of time Unless it decides it doesn't ever want to grow back It is going to be gone I'm donating the hair that is getting cut off, but it will all be gone. I will be a bald and beautiful woman for a short period of time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we will have links on each of our pages. Mary's over at louise Mama. I'm over at News Comet BTR. And if you can, please, if you can donate, uh, any amount will do. And if you cannot do it through there, hey, we got another option for you. You can do it over the phone. And that number that you can dial is 888-899-2253. The participant ID that you will want to also use, so that Mary gets proper credit here, is 1044-616. Once again, the number to dial is 888-899-2253. And the participant ID is one zero four four six one six. So yes, um, I will continue to be mentioning this for all of you, and hopefully, uh, you guys will help to fund this goal and to you know just overall help us to beat something that I know that all of us can get on board when we say we actually hate it because you know even if it wasn't a child, all of us have been affected at some point by someone in our family that has suffered through cancer. And like I said, we can hate certain things and it will be too strong of a word, but if there's one in which it totally fits the word hate, it is cancer. So, um, Hopefully, uh, by the way, while I have all of your attention, uh, in the month of February, uh program note, Uh, Many of you know that I do some shows with Pleasure Life Music uh, and radio. And we will be doing a few special uh, interviews coming up in the month of February. Mark your calendar. Sunday night. Both of them will be Sunday nights. Time, we will announce that soon. But it will be on Sunday, February 16th. And the next show will be on Sunday, February twenty-third. Uh, there are going to be some great shows. Uh, you know, one of the things that I also love besides doing this show is uh, doing some interviews with uh, you know some newsmakers and people to know, and we will be doing that um, late February. So be on the lookout for that. We'll have more on News Comment BTR on Twitter. So Sunday. February 16th and 23rd are the two dates. Lock them in. And of course, we're here every Friday night at this time with page one. So, also a couple other shows that might be coming up. So, as always, I always tell you to stay tuned. But, I got two other stories here. Uh, I don't know where to start. Uh, They kind of tie, well, some, they. I in a certain product. But mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I guess how I'm going to go about this story. Uh the first one. I, I I will tell you I haven't raised babies. I mean I've had nieces and nephews, haven't raised anybody from a baby. But if for those of you who are familiar with reality television, uh Teen Mom 2 star uh, Kaylin Lowry uh, as some say she's always chosen to move to the beat of her own drum and she's taking the same approach when it comes to her parenting style uh, the reality TV star opened up to a follower who criticized a mom for allowing her two year old son to still be wearing diapers after seeing a video posted online in the initial video her son Lux is happily dancing along to music while wearing a diaper she captioned the sweet moment with three crying face emojis out of joy Now, many fans were quick to mom shame her for letting the boy wear diapers, but she was not having it. One comment in particular read, Lux needs to be out of diapers, one user wrote in the post. Lux turned two in August, not going to rush him into something based on someone else's standards, she shared. What works for us is waiting until he's ready, not when I'm ready. So, um, mom, As a person who has gone through that process, uh, I don't know. First of all, I guess when is an age in which a child really should be out of diapers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the question. <laughs> that, but,
1: that, that's it. That's just it. Um Okay. Popular belief for kids starting potty training is somewhere between one and two. That's like, that's the popular time frame to do it. Um, I know I struggled with my child, um, and we were, I mean, she was, she could tell me, but there were still times when we had issues that were coming up all the way up until she was about four. Um, not necessarily due to anything in particular, but sometimes we had. I mean, there, you're going to have accidents. Your kids are going to have accidents. Oh. Um, but there are people that uh, developmental issues, autism, um, even beyond that, some kids develop slower than others. Uh, I know uh, family members that learn to talk much later in their toddlerhood than my yes. child. Um, I know people that talk sooner than my child. I know people that learn to read sooner than my child and later than my child. So every child is different, and every child has to be looked at as an individual. And that's where the yes comes in. Bravo to her for standing up to them and to the shamers and saying, you know what, It's what works for him? And that's correct. She's teaching him to, self, to, be, to, be, to self-care to be cognizant of what is best for him on his level. Now, with that, there's a cautionary tale of it should be something that they're pursuing, not just ignoring. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes other than that one picture, that one moment in time when he's dancing around, or that one video when he's dancing around in a diaper. Maybe he's only in a diaper half the day. Maybe right. he's only in a diaper right before bed through the, through the evening. Maybe he's in a diaper all day long, but he still takes it off and tries to potty train. I don't know. I'm not that parent. And there should never be a moment when another parent comes up to you and says, you're doing it wrong. Right. Unless you're like hanging your child upside down by their toenails and saying, why the heck aren't you learning how to potty train? Like that? Okay, obviously. But Otherwise, back off.
0: and well, that's... well, It's going into also that great debate, too, of the whole thing of breastfeeding a child to a certain age. You know, there's people who think that after, like, less than a year, you should be stopping. And some people continue to do it until the child is, you know, three or four. And we've seen, you know, documentaries where people do it until the child just doesn't want it anymore. And the child is still doing it at five or six. So, you know, the thing is is that who are we to judge if it is something that works for her or for him and she knows what's going on? I mean, there's nobody there that, you know, knows the full story besides her and, you know, the person who she's with and her family. So I've always wondered, you know, the, the perch of, you know, judgment, as I call it, you know, for everyone to sit there and tell someone whether it's – I don't know if people think that they feel free to tell, you know, a celebrity uh, or anybody on social media what they think is right. And I never got that whole thing because it it floors me because I was like, that same person that's pointing a finger at somebody for not doing something is probably doing something ten times as worse and knows it's not right. So – what is that old saying? Let he, uh, who is...
1: Those who live in glass houses cast the first stone. Yes. hmm Yeah. Oh, yeah. I throw that out a lot. That is something I say a lot. I can say, now, if you want my advice, here's my advice. This is what worked for me. And if I can keep it in that in that realm, sure. Like... I have an opinion. Absolutely, I have an opinion. But my opinion is based on my experience on my child that's different than every single other person out there. Even better than that, more than once, I'm completely different than my sister. So my parents treating me the same way as my sister didn't work. We're in the same family. Hello. Like Every child is different. Every person is different. And I don't right. see that you anybody has the right to tell somebody that they're doing something wrong. You can give your advice, and they can politely tell you to stick it where the sun don't shine. Or they can take it. Or they can just ignore it. You know, they can do what they want to do with your advice, solicit it or otherwise.
0: But right. you can't
1: tell somebody they're doing something wrong because you don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. My two minutes. My two minutes? No, that was only like 30 seconds. There you go. So... Speaking of diapers, I had to do a double-take when I saw this story. But <laughs> good folks at – This
1: is what I thought you were going to start with, actually. And,
0: and you know what? I started with the serious one, and now I'm going into the not-so-serious one because uh, there's a new type of diaper out on the market uh, from the folks at Procter & Gamble. So Lumi by Pampers is a smart sensor that attaches to your infant's diaper and sends you notification when they go to the bathroom. If you didn't hear that, I'm gonna repeat that first line again. Movie by Pampers, is a smart sensor that attaches to your infant's diaper and sends you a notification when they go to the bathroom. Pampers showed off the sensor which also tracks sleep at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas recently. Lumi by Pampers is described on the company's website as, quote, the world's first all-in-one connected care system that helps parents track day-to-day developments and monitor their baby 24-7 so that they can see emerging patterns and establish a suitable routine. Now, the Lumi system uses an HD night vision camera capable of monitoring temperature and humidity, the baby sensor, and an app to compile the data for parents. Now, the product is already available online. Uh... If you go to their website, and they're not paying us anything, so I'm not going to really tell you where, I mean, but you could just type it in. But if they want to do, like, some type of sponsorship deal, you can. Wink, wink. But anyway, uh, are you buying or selling the whole thing of uh, technology now telling you something that you can easily smell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, selling? question mark no i oh my gosh okay pay attention like you're a parent you signed on for this this is something that you signed on for you can't just have a baby and then walk away and be like okay i'm back on my cell phone now pay attention somebody will tell me when they're no (laughs) it's a child you signed on you have given up the rest of your life for this other person and, no, and I'm going to say that again. You've given up the rest of your life for this other person. Not 18 years, and after 18 years, you walk, you'd knock them out the door. You are a parent for the rest of your life, 100%. And if you signed up for that, you're going to have to pay attention to dirty diapers. And I'm sorry, yeah, they're going to smell. And they're going to go up their back, and they're going to be weird colors, and Oh my! And there's gonna be rashes and crying and all the other things. Like the sleep pattern thing, maybe that might be something. I didn't, I didn't really read the article that deeply because I was still stuck on the it tells you when they poop. But (laughs) the sleep pattern thing, maybe. But that could be done on, like, on a baby monitor, you know? Mm -hmm. And that could be something that could be done. You don't have to attach it to a diaper. But yeah, man, people are lazy.
0: Also, I know we're trying to, you know, be technically advanced with some things, and we're trying to, like, read some things, but, man, a lot of people, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. why I just even need it. It's, it's not even, no. Fit <laughs> back to <the> basic concepts. <laughs> not no. really. Needed. Yeah,
1: that's exactly it.
0: So, Yeah. I I'm I'm with you. I've never. Here's the, the weird thing. I've never changed a diaper, so I, I wouldn't know. But I, what I do know is that it doesn't take a device to tell you when the baby is wet or when they <laughs> or when they poop. Because all you gotta do is just go and you have to feel the diaper, or smell the diaper. So yeah. Oh,
1: I don't even. Sometimes you don't even have to do that. It's uh oh, baby's whiny. Oh, we've got a little heavier and hand it back to mom and dad. Pretty much. I've handed a few babies back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this
1: ain't mine anymore.
0: <laughs> right. So, yeah. so, no, it's uh I I don't get the whole thing of that one, but like I said, yeah, those those diapers, yeah, you you don't need a device to tell you when that's happened. Ah oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> so you don't need a device to tell you what to change your kid. But yeah, let's yeah. I mean, good luck to them, But I'm kind of giving that one the thumbs down right now. <laughs> um, final story here today. Uh, this weekend is the conference championship games for both the AFC and the NFC, and that now means that prob- after this weekend, we're just a couple weeks away from. Super Bowl Sunday. So, how do you feel about working the day after the Super Bowl? The Fox Television Network is encouraging viewers to take that day off. The Daily Mail reports that the network will soon launch an on-air campaign encouraging people to take off on, quote, Super Monday. There's a number of commercials prepped to push the idea, and they include appearances by celebrities. The idea for Super Monday came after surveys showed that of the nearly 100 million viewers who watched the Super Bowl in 2019, Nearly 17 million people miss work the next day. I've had debates with people over the last few years on if there should be a Super Monday. Because if you do think about it, if there is one event every year that even if you didn't watch football throughout the year, that you will watch the Super Bowl for the pageantry and the commercials and sometimes the singing, or sometimes the halftime show, just that you could talk about it and either trash it or defend it. But everyone watches the Super Bowl, everyone drinks, everyone eats, and the next day no one is really worth their salt when it comes to maybe getting work done on Monday. So my question to you, should there be a national day off the day after the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm
1: not going to say no. Come on now. More more, more days off? Sure. Um, do I think it's a good day to have off? Not necessarily. But then I'm on the West Coast. So for us, Super Bowl isn't over at 10, 11 o'clock at night. My drinking is just starting at halftime, you know. Um, we have our meals are at a normal time. So even though we're gluttons, it's not like I'm not getting enough sleep. So for me, like I can function the next day, but I'm also on the West Coast. I understand that on the East Coast there are there are people that are not functioning. And then there are people that don't watch, and I get that too, but that you're right. A lot of people tune in. A lot of people tune in, regardless of fandom or not. To make fun of stuff, to know stuff, to watch the commercials. I mean, yeah, I'm not one to shy away from a day off, but is it needed. Eh, I'm on the fence on that one. I don't know about needed. But if I get one, I'll get one.
0: I'll take it. I'm not going to argue. I think if we're going to do something, I think that there should be a half day of work. Maybe people start at noon. I, I think for productivity's sake, I don't think a lot of work gets done. It's kind of like a Cyber Monday. Not a lot of work gets done on Cyber Monday. Cause everybody's busy shopping online at work. <laughs> you can do it. So I don't know if there's a way around it or if you can just say, hey, we'll start a little late that day, but we'll try and still get stuff done. I'll even be open to that. You know it does affect me. I don't drink like that Super Bowl Sunday, and pretty much probably after the game, I'm probably going to go to bed anyway. So um, I don't know. I, I think productivity wise, it's not, it should be a national holiday. It's nothing like celebrate, but I do believe that, uh, depending upon the job, that they probably should look into maybe starting the day a little later, maybe an hour or two, a little buffer, so that you can still kind of recover when you wake up and you need that extra cup of coffee on Super Monday. But, yes, uh, I think that there should be something in place now. I used to be one of those people that said no, but now I think that there probably should. So,
1: Okay, there you go.
0: Um, so we have a few minutes here. We actually got through everything, and I think my that's dear, surprising. I think my dear friend did not think that we were we, we were probably going to be like rushing right up against the clock, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. But while we have a few quick minutes, and since this is news and comment, um, I'd like to because I mean for all of you, or some of you, or a majority of you, you will be off on Monday. And I don't think that I have to go too much into a preachy tone about the significance of Monday, being, of course, the holiday to observe the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. You know, one of the most interesting things that I don't think a lot of people know is... There are a lot of great speeches throughout history. And, of course, if there is one interesting footnote, is that people have probably perhaps heard bits and snippets of probably one of his most famous speeches, which is the I Have a Dream speech, which you will hear, I'm sure, throughout the weekend and on Monday. But if you have a chance, if you have an absolute chance, And I don't care what background, race, creed, color it you are, even with your kids who just think that Monday is a day off, if you have 16 minutes and 27 seconds of your time on Monday, I always would hope that at some point throughout the day that that famous speech that he gave on August 28, 1963 is played. I thought seriously about playing it today, but I'm not going to do that because I want people to actually do this on their spare time. And there are a lot of places where you can go online. One of the best places you can go, uh, archive.org, which has a lot of MP3s of famous speeches, shows. You can actually find the entire speech And I don't think people know. They just hear what they've heard throughout history in the last few minutes of that speech, the part where he really starts to ramp up into his dream really was with five minutes left to go in the speech. The first 11 minutes were the setup to what is some call probably one of the greatest speeches of the latter half of the 20th century. But if you have a moment and – If your kids have a moment, because even in this age you can't get a child to sit still for at least a few minutes, have that conversation, play the speech for them. See what they think about it. You know, the weirdest thing about the speech, and I've read a lot of things, is that the next day on the news or even that evening's news didn't even cover the speech. It just covered the enormity of the march itself. And people really didn't even think about the speech even the day that he died. But it wasn't until, you know, years later that people greatly appreciated the speech. But 16 minutes and 27 seconds, something that pretty much still shapes a lot of people's hopes and dreams. It's definitely worth a listen. And I hope you get a chance to do that. Couldn't have said it better, my friend. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better. So with that, I'm going to ask you, did you have any additional things that you wanted to talk about today?
1: Uh, nothing additional. Uh, I go back to St. Baldrick's, Leprechaun's made me do it. Look for me. My lovely mug is out there with the hair still on. Um, we're currently working on Photoshopping up something so you can see what I might look like bald. If I reach my goal, uh, it will be out there uh, on uh, we will actually uh, do it live, so there'll be somebody videoing it. Um, and so, yeah, give if you can. Every little bit helps. Do it in memory of someone. Do it just because you want to support somebody. Give love,
0: receive it, kind of thing. There you go. The daily mantra of life. And have a good long weekend. Yeah, there you go, and have a good long weekend. Have a good long weekend. Stay safe wherever you are, and if you are traveling about, because I did see a lot of people on their way to airports and everywhere else, and including to my friends, safe travels. We'll see you back here next Friday night, and that will be. Uh, we're almost toward the end of January. I think we're midway point, or not past midway yeah. point. Uh This year is going quickly. I think someone told me mm. that uh, the Easter. Candy is already out on the store shelves, so yeah. <laughs>
1: Shaking my head, ma'am.
0: Shaking yeah, my head. Yeah. think about that for a little bit. But uh, in the meantime, as we said, uh, if you are here in the Midwest and on the East, uh, be careful uh, and enjoy your holiday weekend. We'll see you back here next time for another episode of Page One. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs>